Stay tuned now for the three love ladies there in the studio. And it's time for Love Talk with Kathy Endebrock, Carrie Brinkater, and Evelyn Davison. Today's topic is Open Doors, Prayer, the Door to the Father's Heart. What a wonderful day this is going to be. It is. Hello, listeners. Thank you, Miss Evelyn. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater. We are so happy that you are with us today. Thank you for joining us on Love Talk. We are, of course, in studio with the wonderful Miss Evelyn Davison and our beautiful friend on the phone. Hi, Kathy. How you doing? Hi, Carrie. Hi, Evelyn. It's great to be with you ladies this morning. And it is so good to be with our friends in Austin, Texas, and all of our friends across the nation, across the globe. And I know a few of the gals from uh, our Bible study class here in Boise are listening today. Really? It's nice to be sharing today with you. Well, we are excited. We're going to be talking today about the door to the Father's heart is prayer. And the key to that door is praise. And Jesus said, pray like this, hallowed be thy name. Praise worthy of God's blessings. And we are so excited that um, we're going to be looking at some wonderful scripture today and talk about open doors, Ms. Carrie. Tell you what, open doors, Kathy. God loves to open doors for us. And uh, most of the time, these doors are doors that we can't open ourselves. You know, that that is so true. I, I love this topic that we have, and it's it kind of really got generated uh, during a discussion uh, with uh, these ladies that I'm, I'm so blessed to be doing Bible study with. And there's this verse in Matthew, chapter 7, uh, verses 7 and 8. And I know some of our listening friends are going to be very familiar with this verse, and we're going to apply it a little bit differently. So I'm excited to kind of um, consider some really neat applications for this verse. And for those of you who haven't heard it before, you this is going to become one of your favorite verses. It says in Matthew chapter 7, 7 and 8, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who, who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. And so we need to ask ourselves, What doors are we knocking on? And the more that I read this scripture and listen to Jesus teach as we get into uh, the Bible and and open those active and living words of God, you know, the less I believe that we're meant to be knocking on doors for our own self-interest. And the more I'm impressed that we really are meant to be knocking on the doors of the hearts of men that God is knocking on. We are you know, we are meant to be looking where God is working, and then we are supposed to follow along and work there as well. And I'm just so excited to see that God might delight in opening these doors of the hearts of men for the purpose of eternal life. And I think really there's no greater reward than seeing God open a door that you've been knocking on and watch His Holy Spirit come in and transform a life. So, This is what we're going to be talking about, looking for open doors. What does that look like? When to knock? How to knock? And we're going to be asking our listeners, what does your knock sound like? And then we're going to discuss who actually opens that door. So I think a fun, interesting take on this scripture and something that we really need to be discussing at the water cooler and as we come and go, this principle of knocking on doors. Well, you know, that is so true. It, uh, 
in the corporate world, there's always this little cliche they cook around the um, open door of opportunity. Mm-hmm. The open door of opportunity. And in, in the marketing world, that means that you got to go knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the thing that is so exciting about um, Jesus and doors, I think, uh, Kathy, is uh, in the book of um, Revelation, Revelation 3. He says, I, I am Jesus. I stand at the door and knock. If you will open the door, I will come in. I will mm-hmm. come in. But if you've seen that picture of Jesus knocking on the door, there's something missing there. Do you know what that is? It's that door, that door, that doorknob on the outside. There's but, no handle on the outside of that door. Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, that truly means that that... That door to that person's heart has got to be opened on mm-hmm. the inside by that individual. That's true. Well, you know, it's we've been locking on, locking on a lot of doors here in Austin the last uh, 100 days, a little over 100 days. We've got 11 days left to go with our state uh, legislatures in. And we, um, we are fully in the process of... Uh, um, of beginning the releasing of praising and praising across praising and praying across America book and it's praying for godly leadership uh, with uh, a big campaign across Texas that'll start on June fourth. We have a donor that's going to pay for us to put the book uh, in the hand of every senator and every legislator. And so, you know, we prayed, Kathy, and you were such a big part of that. Praising, I mean, praying and praising across Texas. And this is is across this nation. And right now we are in some serious bog downs in this nation. A lot of doors are not opening and a lot of doors are closing. Well, that's so true. And I love how this book takes us through a journey, Miss Evelyn. It takes us through a seven-week journey um, praying every single day. And it just kind of, you know, sometimes we can lift up our prayers. Oh, Lord, help the president today, you know, <laughs> make good, some good decisions. Shut his mouth <laughs> or open his heart. Huh? That's right. Um, but this really helps take us through specific things we can pray for and pe- specific people that we can pray for. And it's just such a great guide. And, and you know, you can do it over over and over again. You don't have mm-hmm. to stop after the seven weeks. You can start over again because it, it really takes, you know, seven minutes a day, as you say. It's seven by seven by seven. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes a day, seven days, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you start over. You go through and pray, and then you start over and you praise the Lord. We call it the ass fast. And Kathy, you remember what that is. Uh, I absolutely do, is that you need to stop sometimes. I mean, asking for things for ourselves is wonderful, but, you know, sometimes it's wonderful just to praise God for everything that he has done, just to remember and look and see all of the good things that he has done in our lives and for our nations and for our nation and for the foundation that he has laid and recognizing his hand across Mm -hmm. the history of this nation. And, you know, Evelyn, the one thing I love, especially about praising and praying across America, is that it really teaches us how to Mm -hmm. pray. Oftentimes, Mm -hmm. we just don't know where to start in prayer. And this helps us to develop a habit of prayer Mm -hmm. within our lives. And I just think that is such a, a an important and vital thing to get hold of as Christians is learning how to develop that relationship with the Lord through that active, continual uh, prayer life. 
Well, that is so true. But, you know, it comes uh, uh, to all of us individually. You know, we have to do this as a nation. We're in serious trouble in America right now. The lack of really strong leadership that people will follow or can follow. And it's just not, um, it's, it's just like it's climbing a mountain. They're not quite there yet in, in regard to uh, being the, maybe the best leaders that they can be. But I can tell you, with the heart of some of those people uh, that we know who are involved in discipling and working with our national leadership, uh, it is an exciting time. And uh, Franklin Graham is one of those. He, uh, he had a tremendous uh, time with uh, President Trump and some of the others uh, on National Day of Prayer. And uh, the president just really put a lot behind that. So got a lot of really good reports back from, from some of those things that were happening then. But, you know, when we look at where we are right now, uh, Kathy, uh, we, we need to look at what God's doing in our lives individually. And I know, Carrie, uh, you mentioned, you know, your family. Carrie, what's going on in the, in the Carrie world today? In the Carrie world today, oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, you know, you guys know I have two middle schoolers. I have a sixth grader and a seventh grader, and school is over in a week. And so they are very excited for that. Um, and uh, they're just, they're doing great. We were playing tons of basketball still, of course, which keeps us super busy. And so we're looking forward to summer. That is very, very sure of that. I know, Miss Kathy, you have just finished up uh, teaching a ladies' Bible study, um, and uh, you had a, a phenomenal experience. I, I did. It was so, so fantastic. And, you know, this is one of those things where I was never planning on teaching Bible study. And just with a, a very unusual turn of events, I ended up um, on teaching this study, and it was so much fun, and I learned so much. And so, for better or worse, I went ahead and committed again to leading in the fall. So I'm looking forward to that. And, and you know, Carrie, you mentioned summer coming up. I think that, you know, so many of our listening moms out there, you know, some of us are just so looking forward to summer, and some of us may be dreading it just a little bit because the kids are going to be home nonstop. And there's so many great things that we can do over the summer just to continue to build family and build that relationship um relationships within our family around the Lord and have really neat conversations. And so I'm hoping that today's conversation, that we can really apply that to our family relationships and then start to branch out to other um, individuals that that we encounter and uh, as we come and go in our lives. You know, we talk about love walking and love talking, and let's talk about love knocking on the hearts I of love our that. children, <laughs> on the hearts of those yeah, around us. Knocking. I'm looking forward to it. I think summer's going to provide some incredible opportunities to apply some of the things that we're talking about today. Well, we're going to do that right after we take our break um, and hear from some of our good sponsors. And it is really uh, a special time in our life right now to begin knocking on doors uh, as Franklin Graham begins, as we begin to prepare for the thing that uh, we're going to be doing with him. In October, he is coming to the Austin, Round Rock area, and we're going to have a one-night evangelistic a crusade and we the pastors in Austin Kathy are jumping up and down they are so excited it's going to be Austin, awesome October will be here before we know it <laughs> and also in in um, 
Fort Hood, our, our good friends up there, Catherine Mason, you remember Catherine, is, uh, they put together a little luncheon this week. I had, I think there were 25 pastors just in two days' time they called together. So lots of exciting things are happening, and we're going to have many opportunities to go knocking on doors. But we do need to hear from our sponsors right now. Let's do that. We'll be back with Love Talk right after this. Stay with us. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. It's time now for more Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Endebrock. Today's topic is Open Doors, Prayer, the Door to the Father's Heart. 
Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We are here on The Bridge, 1120 a.m., and you are listening to Love Talk with Miss Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkader. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are talking today on Love Talk about knocking on doors and we don't physically mean you know going into your neighbor's house and knocking on the door and you know beating them over the head with the bible um if you're going to knock on your neighbor's door take them some cookies um Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's right um, right right? We're, we're talking today about this is kind of based on a study a stetzer study um that was done a couple of years ago, it was published in Christianity Today, and um, was talking about various ways to share the gospel, the truth of God's love for man, and the forgiveness that he offers us. You know, I know that you guys have probably seen signs on the highway. Um, some of the signs are, are pretty, um, you know, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. And, you know, I don't know how effective those are at really reaching people for Christ. Um we, we might uh, see something, you know, an ad in the paper, our local magazine, something like that. But overwhelmingly, the most effective way in which people were rece- receptive to the gospel was the least expensive way. And it's person to person. Of course it is. That's how we identify with people is through relationships. More than six out of ten non-believers were willing to discuss the gospel with a person of faith. And uh, so I want us to kind of think about, you know, who were the last ten people you came in contact mm-hmm. with? And did you Oh, share? I got a bunch of them. You got a bunch, Miss <laughs> Evelyn. You put yourself out there every day. I think that it's important for us to put ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, whenever I got out of college coaching, I and I continue to do this. I continue to ask the Lord to put people mm-hmm. in front of me that um, I that I can make relationships with and. You know, give me a new ministry, Lord. Give me people to talk to Jesus about. And he has proven faithful, of course, over and over again to put people in my life that I can share my faith with and and do little nuggets. Now, Kathy, you recently had a very interesting experience at a wedding. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to share this with everyone. Okay. So Eric and I were going to this wedding in Dallas, and we had RSVP'd, and we got the most neat little card from the bride and the groom um, prior to going to the wedding. And and I just, I have it with me. I want to read it to you, and I want you to understand these are the millennial generation. Uh, This young couple is about 22 years old very um, just incredibly good-looking and smart and bright. And, you know, they're not children of pastors. They're not missionaries. He's a a marketing guy, and she's into uh, singing and administration. And But just two very bright individuals that, you know, pretty much could have whatever they want. You know, the world would love to uh, just cater to them. And uh, in our millennial generation right now, and, and when I talk about millennials, those are uh, the, this generation born between 1984 and 1998. And this is a very socially active uh, generation. And, and they're kind of split between two groups. Now, 
Now, the in, millennials as a whole are very socially active, okay, providing for the full, full providing for the poor, feeding the hungry, you know, basically taking care of people that we have a moral obligation uh, to take care of others. However, there's, this is split into two groups. Half of the millennials are completely separate from faith, like they are just ambivalent uh, to the idea of, of God and, and, and Christ. Uh, however, the other half of millennials are absolutely unapologetically passionate about sharing the gospel and about everything that Christ is accomplishing in their life. And so this is from, I got this uh, this neat little thing prior to the wedding of these two millennials that are just passionate about Christ. And it says this, it says, we look forward to seeing you at our wedding. We have known you to abide in Christ. And we have recognized the fruits of your faith. We oh. also recognize that many of those in attendance at our wedding will not know Christ. And our hope is that our wedding ceremony will celebrate Christ more than us. Mm. And we would ask that you will please join us in prayer for each guest attending our wedding to recognize the gift of salvation through Jesus and that God might consider using our wedding to save some. In addition to prayer, we please ask that you would reach outside your bubble to have gospel conversations and sit with others at the ceremony and reception. We hope that we can create an environment where it feels natural to begin a gospel conversation. Wow. How cool is that? Wow. That's an opening of a new door. I got chill bumps. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What and a, what a so beautiful testimony. Inspired, I mean, that just inspires me to go out and do the same. I mean, if these two young people can be that passionate and want to honor God and are so passionate about other people knowing the salvation that they have known and having the relationship that they have, that they would say, hey, this wedding, this thing that is supposed to be all about us, uh-uh. We what are did, not making it all about us. What, did, what I, did they see I, as a result of that, Kathy? What did you see as a result of that invitation at the wedding? Oh, my gosh, Evelyn. This was one of the funnest weddings I have ever been to. It was just incredible from start to finish. It And uh, uh, it was just God-honoring. It was funny. Oh, my gosh, we laughed so much. And the dancing was fantastic. Everybody was out on the dance floor, and everyone was talking. We just had the best conversations. And, um, you know, I I don't know what God did in the hearts of everyone there, but Mm -hmm. I imagine that um, a a number of people um, had their eyes open and wanted to know more by the end of this evening. Well, I tell you what they really did, Kathy, is, you know, they they asked you to pray before you knocked on those doors. They asked you to be in prayer for everyone there before you started with your open conversations about uh, uh, just about life and hopefully about your life in Jesus. Um, and I think that that's really important as we talk about sharing our faith and we talk about how we really reach out to others who maybe have never heard the word or they've been resistant to it 
or they're just ambivalent, is to pray. To mm-hmm. each day wake up and say, okay, Lord, um, do with me today as you will. Put people in my life that I can that I can speak hope and grace into. That's so true. I mean, before before knocking, we must kneel, right? Mm-hmm. Kneel before you knock. That has got to be a principle. And and for me, Kara, I mean, I I I love my family. Just you know, desperately passionate about my family. But it is. I have never felt that love for people that I don't know. I mean, that is such a mind-blowing concept to me. And there is this this principle. Okay, just picture yourself if you are standing on the roof of a 20-story building. And about 30 feet across from you is another 20-story building. And I lay a plank, like a 12-inch wooden plank, from the roof of one building to the roof of another building. And I tell you, hey... I will give you half a million dollars to walk along that 12-inch plank, and it's, it's only 30 feet. You only have to walk 30 feet across the roof of this building to that building. I'll give you half a million dollars, and 85% chance you will be able to make it across, right? Those are pretty good odds. And, you know, how many people would do it for half a million dollars? Well, okay, listeners, how about $5 million? If I were to give you $5 million, you would be set financially for life, All you have to do is walk along this 12-inch wooden plank on a 20-story building just 30 feet to the other building. Again, not many takers, but what if I told you everyone that you loved was on the roof of that other building and the only way you could save them was to walk that 12-inch plank across to save them? Every one of us would do it without a second thought. Not even for money. Oh, no money, just to go and save Mm -hmm. them. And that is the kind of passion that I'm talking about because love and love will give us a passion where we would, it totally overcomes fear. It gives us courage and we will do things motivated out of love that we would never otherwise do. And so when we are going and praying, you know, we're not just praying that God would open the hearts of men. But we're praying for us that he would actually give us a love for those people that we're going to be encountering during the day. Because I'll tell you, if if that person knows that you're really not interested in them and they just think you're pushing theology, they will not be interested in having a conversation with you. So we're going to look at, at three different things. You know, at what our knock sounds like. And if you've ever had someone knock on your door and they're banging on the door. That is very off-putting. No one wants to answer that door, especially not if it's late at night and someone's banging on your door. That might be a little bit scary. I won't bread. (laughs) I mean, think about if you are inside that house and there's a fire and you can't get out, you want them really consistently knocking on that door, banging on that door, knocking that door down. And so we want to talk about, we want to have a knock that is appropriate to the situation and um, and sometimes most of the time that knocks needs to be very gentle, respectful, um, sometimes even fun and whimsical. Let's laugh when we share Christ with people and then sometimes firm and strong when there are those that we have really strong relationships with and they're going down a really bad path. 
you know, we can have some firm conversations and we need to be sensitive to time. So we're going to say, you know what, if you have zero to five minutes, let's just talk about the principle of standing. If you have five to 15 minutes, we're going to look at the principle of stirring. And if you have 15 or more minutes, we're going to look at this principle of sharing. And so developing appropriate knocks in these different scenarios. Well, I really look forward to getting into that, Kathy. As soon as we return from our break, listeners, you'll, you will want to return for standing, stirring, and sharing right after these messages. you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Let's return now to Love Talk with the three love ladies, Kathy Enderbrock, Carrie Brinkater, and Evelyn Davison. You're listening to Love Talk. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. We're so happy that you're here with us. Today, we're talking about knocking on doors, folks. Not the kind of physical knocking that you're thinking about, but just really knocking on the hearts of others for for Jesus and kind of how we do that. Stand, stir, and share. We can stand, if you have zero to five minutes, I think, listeners, that it's very important. And my children have been going through a study at church where they're learning to share their testimony in five minutes. And you think, okay, well, they're 12 and 13 years old. Like, really, what do they have to say? You know, in five (laughs) minutes, you know, well. um, But everybody has a story. 
and our stories change as we as we grow, you know, as we get older. Yes, You ma'am. know, Miss Evelyn, Miss <laughs> Evelyn's 86, um, and asking her to give a five-minute testimony is probably going to be a little bit harder than asking my 12-year-old to give a five-minute testimony. But I think that it's important that we that we keep our our journey um, short. And then, you know, as, as an introduction, and then as we get to know people, we can share more. We can absolutely share more. But I think that it's important um, <clears throat> to to really understand, for you to understand um, that people will listen for a few minutes, and then they're probably going to turn off. And so... Um, and so we're talking about standing with compassion as a follower of Christ. Now, listeners, I think that so many times today when people put a label on us as Christians, they immediately think we're going to be judgmental. And I think that that's sometimes something that's hard to overcome. Um, but when we really and truly are compassionate and caring about others and people see that we are willing to stand with them, we're willing to talk with them, we're willing to love them where they are, then that perception will change. But it's up to us to change that perception. And being a true encouragement and a true hope um, for a neighbor, for a friend, is really, really amazing. Um, We asked them across the street neighbors. um, They moved in probably about eight or nine years ago. And um, they were coming from Pennsylvania, and they were coming from a background of really no faith at all. They did not know Jesus. And um, we would just, they are the friendliest, sweetest people. And we would just stand outside with them in the evenings while the kids were playing or whatever and just talk. And, um, you know, one day we just said, hey, we'd love for you guys to come and check out our church. We'd love to have you guys. And now this was after, you know, many nights and many conversations of just talking. Nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary, just life. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, man, these people are, you know, they're okay. They're, they're, they talk to us. They're nice. They're kind. And they did. They visited our church. And very long story short, <clears throat> They ended up both accepting Christ as our personal Savior and um, have really uh, just they're grown in their faith. And, um, you know, eight or nine years ago, if you'd ask them where they thought they'd be now, they, they would have never imagined this path. But they've also kind of been ostracized from their families a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, that's been hard, but they have to, you know, they're what, they are now the ones that are standing strong. Um in Ephesians six fourteen fifteen, it says, Stand firm then with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. One more thing about standing, friends, that I would caution you about. Um, Proverbs eighteen two says, Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Mm. We have to be very careful as we stand next to others that we don't get in arguments, um, that we... Um, are very careful how we proceed when people are are not understanding what we're saying, that we just back off and maybe change the subject and go on to establishing that relationship, Ms. Evelyn, um, because meeting people where they are and really understanding, then you can open doors to show them into your life and why you lead your life the way that you do. So, Ms. Evelyn, um, we're, we're trying to knock on some doors and open up um, 
people's hearts. Knock on people's mm-hmm. hearts. And we talked about standing. Our next thing is stirring. If we have a little <laughs> more time, and we're not talking about stirring up trouble, Miss Evelyn. I can do that very quickly, <laughs> believe me. You know, it is exciting when you think about when you have a when you have a legacy, and we talked about legacy recently, when you have a legacy behind you and you see how when the toughest times come, God does his biggest work. He really does intercede for us when, we, when we're on, on that door that's closed. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today is opening doors. It's not when you just go in and slap somebody down and say, you're going right straight to Hades or mm-hmm. something. That's not what we're talking no. about. That doesn't work well. Doesn't. Uh, the thing that we're talking about is how you stir up love and you stir up emotions and you stir up feelings mm-hmm. and you stir up need. Hmm. People sometimes don't know that they need the love of the Lord Jesus. That's they, right. They just think, I've got this world in my hand, and I'm going to take what I can and go. But, you know, when you look at what God has to say about that, it cha- he spoke, uh, Timothy spoke in that regard. He said, fan into flame the gift of God. And the greatest gift of God is love. That's what all the fruits of the Spirit come from love which is in you, fan this into flame. And also, it's, it's translated, uh, stir up. So you're going to fan a fire, the Holy Spirit, and you're going to stir it up. That means you're going to hold it up, stir it up, hold it up to where people can see it in regard to what it is that they need in their own life. The, there are many examples. There's the example in Matthew of, of Pilate and and so many different ones that would go out. And Peter was a great one for stirring it up. Oh, Peter, he didn't have a filter. He yeah. kind of said whatever he wanted. <laughs> He's kind of like our president right now. <laughs> but when you look at where we are in America, you know, emotions are contagious. Mm-hmm. And love is an emotion. You live it out in a way that people either receive it or they reject it. And so when we look uh, at the ability we have today in this nation to impact the lives of others, uh, it is important for us to know how to do that and how to do it with love. And, uh, you know, we, we've got some really uh, tough things going on in our nation right now. We see this holding true in, in charge of the leaders that have been really um, talking against the media for a long time. The media has a, that, that is their number one goal is to stir up Emotions. In a negative way. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. what we have today. Now, the bridge is not like that. We're not like that. Ours is you stir it up with love and compassion and goodness and kindness. And, you know, we're seeing that uh, some things in the media today that we've not seen in a long time, 12 or 15 years, that people are beginning to come back and view it from a point of view of is this truth mm-hmm. or is this not truth. Right. And it's hard to know what that is. And that's what we're talking about, doors. You know, you can walk into a door and just, you know, be smashed out. Or you can go gently and and test the door. Because that's how you find out when you have a high fire in your house, where the fire is, is you put your hand on the door. 
And if the door is hot, you don't go that way. Mm-hmm. So when we look at where we are right now, you know, I think the greatest example we have just at this moment, Kathy, is National Day of Prayer. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had two million people gathered across this nation in prayer. There were 30,000 events, which included four major events uh, with President uh, Trump. Uh, mm-hmm. The the parade of 1,500 angry women gathered to protest him. And this, you know, this is why our nation, we no longer trust a lot of the media. We don't rely on them to keep us informed because they largely have become very unworthy, you know, just not trustworthy. You know, Evelyn, that's so true. If, if we, you know, if anything else happened in our nation where two million people would be gathered throughout our nation at 30,000 different events, if it were anything that would, would, was in protest, that would be all over the media. Mm-hmm. But this was coming together to pray for our nation and not one major outlet picked it up. And yet, you know, like you said, if 1,500 angry women get together to protest, the media not only reports oh. it, but they amplify it. They they blow it up as a huge protest against our president. And, you know, I think that's why they have the media overall, these major news outlets and newspapers have become such an untrustworthy source of information because they just continually are stirring up hate for their yes. own agenda and really not reporting all the incredible incredible things. It's just not a balanced approach to what is happening. And I tell you, had I seen one major news outlet pick up the National Day of Prayer and report, Mm -hmm. you know, even a taste of everything that was happening throughout the nation, that would have really redeemed that media outlet for me. And um, so I, I think this is one of the things we see this principle that God is always telling us to talk about his works, talk about and mm-hmm. share the things that he is doing. And and I think more and more we're seeing this principle needs to be relayed person to person um, because these larger organizations are not interested in what God is doing. Well, and I think that it's important for us to to look at ways that we can stir up positive things in others, you know, um, an encouraging note, graduation's coming up. You've probably gotten a graduation invitation. Put a scripture in there, you know. Um, Yes, these wedding Kathy talked about, um, you know, sometimes we go out to eat. Leave Leave a wonderful scripture. On, on your bill with a good tip, um, right? Yeah. I think, Kathy, you're the one that said that. And then um, but just speaking words of encouragement to others um, through Facebook, through text messages. And so these are ways that we can stand with others and we can stir up positive things with our acquaintances, with our new friends, and with strangers. When we return, Kathy is going to talk us through how we then share and um some practical, excuse me, some practical ways that we can do that and, and how that how that's going to look. We are uh, in our fourth segment, friends, and so you will want to join us as we finish up and talk about knocking on doors, standing, stirring, and sharing. Right back after these messages. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. 
These guys know what they're doing. Ken Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Do you believe it? Only one more segment of Love Talk coming up right now. So join the three love ladies, Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock, and Carrie Brinkater. Today they're talking about open doors. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. Here we are on KTXW 1120. You're listening to Love Talk. Thank you so much for joining us today. As we've been talking about knocking on the hearts of those we come in contact with, standing with them, Stirring up good things in them and in that relationship. And, Kathy, now we're going to talk about sharing. And our sharing should be gentle and genuine, not pushy, not fake. Um, I, I, I love, uh, listeners, I love what Kathy has written here. She, she said that we as Christians should never be afraid of rejection. We should be saddened by missing out on an opportunity. And, um, Kathy, can, can you give us some practical ways that we can share with others? You know, in my mind, I always remind myself, Kathy, share, don't shout. <laughs> and, and, you know, so that little voice just goes in my head, Kathy, share, don't shout, because mm. I have... Um, a forceful personality, just no. naturally. No. I also have no. a, a loud voice that can be intimidating <laughs> naturally. And um, and yet it's so important that when we share, we share gently and genuinely and that we don't push or rush the conversation. And, you know, I, I love Peter in First Peter chapter 3, verse 15. He tells us, always be prepared to give an answer mm-hmm. to anyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have but do this with gentleness and respect Mm -hmm. i think we always have to be respectful towards others we have to be gentle as we talk with them and there are many things that we cannot share until they ask and so i think you know, as we, as the Lord really grows our hearts and gives us a love for others, we are going to be filled with that compassion for them. And so some really simple steps when we are sitting next to a person on a plane, when we are, um, you know, sitting and having coffee with someone, when there's someone that we're going to be spending a little bit of time with, we just need to start out being attentive being good listeners and looking for those open door opportunities. So if we see God active in an area of a person's life, then we have this unique opportunity to enter into where God is working. And a huge flag is if we hear fear. Um, if we hear fear, we know there is an area that God wants to address because mm-hmm. he tells us over and over and over again, 
Do not be afraid. Do not be fearful. And so there is something right there that God wants to step in and address. Well, in and, Second Timothy, Kathy, just like you said, Second Timothy one seven says, "For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and of love and of self control." And uh, I think that's a really powerful verse when you hear uh, when you hear fear in someone's voice. And the other thing is, Kathy, I, you know, quoting scripture should not be the punctuation mark at the end of the mm-hmm. of the conversation. Um, and I think sometimes we're, you know, we think that it's okay. I'm going to quote this scripture, and that's just going to be the punctuation mark. Period. Right? No, that should be more of the introduction, introduction. the opening. That right? opens the door. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's so true. And I mean, when we when we do open, it, it's so important to, again, remember the gentleness and respect and open with kind of a non-invasive s- statement when appropriate. Mm-hmm. Remember your knock. What does it sound like? You don't want it to be a bang. You want it to be a gentle, nice, you know, hey, I'm here at your door. Um, I- I'd love to visit with you kind of knock. And, um, you know, it can be something really simple, like with you when you're standing out in nature on a hike or or in your yard with with your neighbor, uh, you can say, oh, God sure knows how to make a gorgeous day. Or, um, you know, if they're sharing a, a fear about a, a, a teenager, you can say, oh, my gosh, uh, I know. Is it just me or are teenagers really hard? I could not get through this without God's help. Mm-hmm. Um, or... You know, if you see somebody and they're wearing this beautiful cross, you can make a comment like, oh, what a beautiful cross, what a meaningful gift. Do you wear that for your faith or, or, or as nice jewelry? And, and, then, and then stop and be quiet and listen to their response. Yeah, if they want to continue in this conversation, uh, you know, talking about God, listen to where the Holy Spirit is leading the conversation. Don't force it back. You know, Kathy, that's... That is so hard to do sometimes because we have such a, a drive in our heart to see people come to know the reality of love. But that is one of the biggest uh, billboards we have is be sensitive to where the Holy Spirit takes the conversation. And and then when you know when we are really sincere, people uh, will listen to us and uh, gives us an opportunity to listen to them. But one of the most important ones is to pray for them. Pray for them so that uh, you can build a, a platform uh, of gospel and hope for them and in your prayer life in a simple and straight and forward way. Kathy, what else, uh, Carrie, what else can we do? Well, I think for me, you know, like Kathy, I have a very loud voice. I am very demonstrative. I have large hand movements and arm movements. And I think sometimes, like you said, Kathy, that can be intimidating <laughs> to some people. Um, and so I have to, and I'm very expressive with my face. And so I have to kind of wear every emotion all over my face. And uh, I have to be very careful um, when somebody's telling me something that's very private or that's very mm-hmm. hard, that I don't let an emotion of shock or awe or just, <laughs> you know, some crazy kind of look come over my face. I have to be really careful about that. I do, too. Um, you know, it's good whenever somebody's happy and telling me something. Boy, I can get really excited, and, you know, you know it and you see it. But on the uh, conversely, I have to be very careful how I react to things. And so, I, you know, I think that it's very important that um, – 
that we're sincere. And, and, and folks, I, there's a great um, story about a uh, college professor. Her name, I've got to find her name here, Rosario Butterfield is her name. She was a college professor at Syracuse, and she was um, in women's studies. She was a, she was a leftist professor. She was uh, living a homosexual lifestyle, and she hated everything about Christianity. Her students that would profess Christ, she just couldn't stand it. And so she decided to kind of put a plea out there to pastors, to anyone who wanted to um, to respond to her about why they believed what, what they believed. And um, she she made it as a challenge, really. And she had two boxes on her desk, one for hate mail and one for um, for people that supported her. And she got a letter from a pastor one day that really kind of turned it back around on her and started asking her questions about why she believed what she believed. And she at first threw it away because she was so offended that somebody would ask her why she believed what she believed because, of course, it was right. But then she dug it out of the trash can. And long story short, this started as a relationship. The pastor invited her over. She went. The pastor and his wife, they just they became friends with her and her partner. They had dinners together. They, they were almost like family. They discussed things, politics and religion, without being argumentative with one another. And the pastor never invited her to church. But he and his wife ministered to her. And this was over a course of two years, friends. And then one day she got up and she went to his church. And um, she, she she's leading a, a completely different lifestyle now. And I think this is a testament, Kathy, that our sharing may not be in, in you know, the span of a conversation outside in the driveway. Our sharing may continue for years and years. And it's those seeds that we plant that we may never see come to fruition, but God has planted them and can take, can really just take, take, take control from there um so you know sharing sharing the word is incredibly incredibly important and we should all have our stories you know it is exciting to think that he does give us that opportunity we've got the key to open the door and we've talked about it today one of those is praise and another one is prayer and you know we get excited about open doors and um, Kathy, this is a wonderful study that we've walked to today. But, you know, uh, in your own heart and in my heart, we do have to kneel before we knock. And we've got to stand with compassion as a follower of Jesus. We stand. You know, we don't just quit and walk off. We, mm-hmm. we stand in love and in compassion. And then we stir up the gift of God in others. And uh, those are the, our friends that are suffering, uh, maybe not. Uh, don't feel the blessing and then to share gently and genuinely and not push or rush and Carrie thanks it's been a wonderful time for us today to talk about opening doors and I believe that today people are going to see Jesus when they open the door of the understanding we have today. I think you're right Miss Evelyn. Kathy I want to thank you so much for presenting this for us on Open Doors. Thanks, Carrie. And, you know, I want to I want to say, you know, Evelyn, you're always so good. If anyone ever calls the love line and does not have a Bible, you are always so gracious and you send them a Bible. And, and I love that. If, the, if we do have any friends out there who are listening 
and you want to know, hey, what is this all about, you can email us or call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. That's 249-6535. And we'll send you a Bible. And I would encourage us as just followers of Christ, always have a Bible on hand Mm -hmm. that, you know, if you're on that airplane or if you're, you know, for whatever reason have had a conversation with a stranger, offer them the Bible that you have and and have a Bible with you that you're willing to give away and part with so that they can take it with them, that that conversation might be the beginning of something special rather than, um, you know, an end in itself. And I I just, you know, I think that would be a wonderful thing. And it's something that I'm beginning to, to incorporate into my coming and going. Thank you, Kathy. This has been a wonderful day today. And, we, you know, our time's about over. But, you know, Carrie, uh, it is exciting to open doors. And that's what we want to do. Absolutely. And, and friends, I would just encourage you to continue to open those doors and step through them. Step through them. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. You know, our words, God, God's going to give us our words. So many times we just worry about what our words are going to be. As long as um, we are lifting up our words in prayer, the Lord is going to lead us and guide us. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you, again, if you have any questions about what we've talked about, please contact us at 512-249-6535 or lovetalknetwork.com. We'll see you next time, friends, on Love Talk. Hi friends, this is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. 
To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.